you are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking, which you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good and abundance overflowing. You are just going to be so filled with happiness and joy today when you meet the amazing Colleen. Just a few minutes after we do our basic introductions, which, of course, is saying hello to you because you have done something wonderful. You've tuned in consciously and conscientiously to the Joy of Living podcast, and you did it for one reason, and one reason only. It's the best reason in the whole world. You care the most in the entire world about you, Y-O-U, which is actually wonderful, because when you become the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And isn't that a wonderful thing? So you know that on this show that you are joined at this very moment by 348,613 people around the world, all of whom are tuning in for that one reason, to become the best you possible. And by the time we bring on amazing Colleen Joy, and she'll be, God willing, 365 plus thousand people because you're always inviting your family and friends. And I'm humbled and honored that you do that because you know that when we do this show, we urge you to share it with five people. So by the time the show is finished and you're going to share with five people, a million and a half people will be touched by this compounding effect of joy in the world, and we are here to make a difference, which brings us, of course, to the reason that you're here, because you know that in this show, we discuss the three fundamentals of life, and these three fundamentals will enable you to be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? So the three fundamentals, of course, are number one, life, your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. Now, in this case, a good number two, you go MAD. Now, MAD is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to unlock the power and the sequence of everyday words and terms. Simple example, right now, the show is being carried around the world to hundreds of thousands of people, God willing, millions. And of course, carried over the internet. Ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? And they'll tell you how to do with the internet, invariably. And they're practically speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purpose, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. <laughs> and of course, you got to thank uh, wonderful Louis Armstrong Satchmo for enabling that song. What a wonderful world to go viral, not just touch tens of millions, hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. And you can't help but smile whenever you hear the opening bars of that song. Now, smile is one of the most important words you could ever integrate, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, invariably, right now, I'm speaking to 
groups again, no masks, lots of hugging, great energy. And uh, I'm telling you the story about Barry Shore and invariably people raise me and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours where I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. You have water to drink. You have food to eat. You have sleep. You have family. You have friends. Every single one of those is a miracle. And you know what? A proof. Simple as proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, it means you didn't. Therefore, you have an obligation to live life to the full. So let me share with you an interesting story. Imagine if you can. Standing up in the morning, this is me, standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed from the neck down. It wasn't an automobile accident. It wasn't a spinal injury. It was a rare disease to go over my body and cause me to become what's called a quadriplegic. Nothing moved my neck down. I could only communicate by blinking my eyes. 144 days in the hospital. I was two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand. So I'm a tripod, not a biped. I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. It's all because of this one word. Smile. Seeing miracles in life every day. I can tell you a quick story. <laughs> My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago. And she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I thought about smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. Ah, out of the mouth of an eight-year-old. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Now, create is a wonderful acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. And that's what's going to happen when you meet amazing Colleen just a few minutes. Causing rethinking. That causes a bit of a what we call a shift in perspective. Now, I've been working with people for over 42 years, and I can tell you 97.2% of people, when I show them about or talk to them about the shift in perspective, they drop the F and shift, and the other stuff happened. So you've got to be effing careful with your Fs. Just a slight shift in perspective makes all the difference. You create the kind of world that you want to live in. Now, I must tell you, warn you in advance, that I do use a lot of four-letter words, and I even use the four-letter F-U word because of the shock value, and it's fun. Now, of course, the four-letter words that we use are, because we live in the world of positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, love, life, hope, free, gift, pray, play, swim, and the four-letter F-U word is fun. Yes, fun. F U capital N, capital N. I know right away people are raising their hands, say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore. Fun is only spelled with three letters, not in our world. And our world is spelled F U capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see your family and friends, point your finger and say, F U, everybody. Remember to put a smile on your face, a twinkle in your eye, and tell them, add right away, capital N, capital N. Say, where'd you get that? So I listen to Barry Shore on the joy of living, and he wants to teach the world to F you, capital N, capital N. It will enable you to break the ice and have a discussion about what we're going to talk about today with amazing Colleen, the joyologist. And before we bring her on, I just want to urge everybody, as I do in every show, to use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day from now and the rest of your life, because it's going to help you 
become healthier, healthy, nope, happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? And of course, these two words are thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and nurture kindness. Now, the Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, and I've read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And he said, it's always possible. So imagine you walk into your coffee shop, you order your fancy latte, you sit down, somebody brings it to you, you say, thank you. You walk in the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, you wait a few minutes, nobody brings it, you go to the counter and say, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're busy, we'll bring it, you sit down, a couple more minutes go by, somebody brings it, you'll say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop and it's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out, and somebody slams the door on you. You still say, thank you. You're in traffic, you're late for an appointment, somebody cuts you off. You say, thank you. Get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To harmonize and nurture kindness. Kind is a wonderful acronym that stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anybody that I want to share with you who inspires noble deeds more than a wonderful, amazing, fabulous Colleen Greco. Colleen, please say hello to 362,819 people around the world. Hi, everybody. Wow, that was a great introduction, and I am so energized to be here. I love it. Well, we are so glad that you're here because you are the joyologist, and we're going to get right into it and just discuss. First of all, everybody knows what a joyologist because they're just they are they abound. They're all over the world, <laughs> but just like a geologist or a gemologist or any other ologist. It's the study of joy, and that's what Colleen does. Not only does she study it, she lives it, and she brings it out to other people. And that's why I've asked that Colleen share with us and be with us on the show today. Now, if I start reading to you all the different things that uh, that Colleen has accomplished in her life, we'll take the rest of the show. But I'm just going to tell you a couple things quickly. Uh, she is a remarkably compassionate, empathetic being who knows how to utilize food, energy, and life to bring you the best of you. And she's gone through it herself. If she didn't live it, she wouldn't be able to say it. So we're just going to jump right in, Colleen. And of course, I will tell everybody, her name is Colleen Greco, and her middle name is Joyce. Joyce is the same as Joy. It's just a female version of it. So that, that so she was destined to be here with us today. Um, let's talk about the first issue of life, which I think a lot of people shrink from, and I'm just going to throw it out to you and we'll discuss it at length. And that is, well, yeah, but you know, I don't know. I don't have, I don't have the power is what they're saying. Talk to us about power. I love that you led with that question first. So I think, or I know where, people struggle is that they don't see their own potential. They don't see that all of the things that follow the challenge, like why, why aren't you happier or why don't you do this or why don't you do that? It's the yeah, but, and all the excuses that follow, they don't see those as excuses. They see those as valid reasons. Um, but I'm here to tell you, Sadly, I'll call myself out too. They are excuses. They are the reason you are stuck. They're the thing that is holding you back. And once you come to terms with the stories that you have created, 99% of them built on lies, not even the truth. When you come to terms with that, you can 
drastically transform your life. And I'm, I'm proof of that. I have, I, I've always been a really positive person, um, whether I wanted to be or not, that was just my nature. My dad, uh, the late great Alan Morrison, um, named me Colleen Joyce, which in Gaelic means girl happy. And he always said, I named you right. And I never, you know, as a kid, I kind of shrugged it off, but I really came to believe that um, over the last, you know, five or six years when I went through my own personal trauma. And I felt that I had to do that. Um, I had to do it, that gift. I had to do it in honor. I had to honor him and honor the thought that went into my name um, and tap into my passion in order to, you know, maximize my life. So let's jump right in and, and expose yourself and talk about excuses and trauma. Uh, I, I'm here to moderate, not to uh, tell people what to do in any way what, whatsoever. Although I will tell you, excuses don't work. <laughs> they keep no. you sedated. It's like being an alcoholic. You know, just one more drink and I'm stopping. Well, I or I met recently. Uh, we made fun of a friend of mine who was a smoker for many years, and thank God is no longer. And as he shared with us, he said, you know, while I was a smoker, I stopped smoking a thousand times, and I started again. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. So excuses are just that. They're not reasons. Thank you for calling us out. Talk to us about your personal journey because. You, like you said, you're positive. You're part. You're positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant. Hey, you've never had issues. You don't know about this stuff. You're rich and famous. Yeah. How could you be affected by this stuff? So true. Um, no. <laughs> so I think um, first of all, it's worth saying that I never realized, and this could be naive. Although the more I work with people, the more I think they share the same belief that problems help and they happen to other people. So when something big happens, you're like, how could this happen to me? It's like, no, we all get a turn with an issue. Um, yours was paralysis or is paralysis, right? Like everybody has their thing. Somebody else it's breast cancer, somebody else it's diabetes. Um, what happened with us is uh, I, you know, five years ago, um, my son went through a really troubling time um, had a really uh, traumatic experience that brought our whole family to our knees. And it was um, without, you know, I think I have to respect his privacy without going into the detail. You can use your imagination. Um, he, you know, was it was a super bright light. Um, and to see that light go away really fascinated me. It also troubled me. Um, but it it happened to me too. And of course the rest of our family. And I felt like I needed to be strong for him and teach him how to get out of this horrible um, time in his life. So I started working a lot with um, a nutrition coach because during the early days of this situation, um, I had put on a lot of weight. I ate my feelings. I also drank my feelings to some extent, um, but, uh, but I definitely ate my feelings way up, way, way, way up to weights that I had only seen pregnant um, <laughs> and felt like, you know, I, I saw that picture that everybody sees that says, well, who let me get like that um, and decided to make a change. I was working with a nutrition coach 
and said, don't you want to know what caused me to become overweight so that we never go back there again? Like, don't we want to just do this once? And he said, I'm not your therapist. And I thought, I can do this better than you. Okay. So there's a difference between being somebody's therapist and providing them strategies to overcome something. I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of room in there. And so I started to um, do the work to become a nutrition coach and a um, mindset coach and a personal trainer completely turned my life around. I lost 52 pounds and I've kept it off for four years now. I'm really happy to say that. Um, but I've taken all these strategies and I have applied them to my clients. I developed a method called the SNAP method um, that helps them redirect their response to triggers. And that was what that was the thing that I thought was the greatest part of my journey. So as I'm losing weight, there's a time when you kind of feel like you hit a plateau and you're like, why am I not losing anymore? I know I have more to lose. And I always said to myself, this is the time when I should dig into the emotions. And so I would do the work, I would start journaling and I would figure out why is it that when, you know, situation X happens, I respond by running to the pantry and eating an entire bag of like Oreo cookies. Um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, and so I, I did a lot of work around that. And in time and time again, the response was the same and the physical feelings were the same. And so that's what led me to develop this method. And that is the thing that helps all of my clients um, out of their situations. But you have to be willing to do the work. And the interesting thing is the majority of people don't want to face the issues. And so they, and they don't realize that the food or the alcohol is a numbing agent. They don't want to feel, but after you eat that bag of cookies, that has done nothing to improve that situation and actually made your weight loss journey worse. So right. <laughs> like you're let, great. Let me unpack a few things here because they're, they're so strong. Let's be very blunt and open. 52 pounds is a lot of weight on any human being, in addition to one's weight. In other words, let's say I'll make up a number. You're 105. Okay. Now, 52 pounds brings you to 157. Well, some may say, hey, that's not so bad. Well, yeah, but what if you're 147 and you're 52 pounds? Now you're 199. That's not just that's fat that's obese let's use the f word let's use the o word and let's use the word that you've really caught us all up on and that's what i call the four letter word ending in k work the ability to recognize this is not who i want to be or i want to be like that's a major step in, in AA, of course, that's the first step. And that brings you halfway to the goal. Okay. Mm -hmm. Unless and until one is willing to do the work, nothing more can happen. So yeah. uh, here's where I applaud you and where we're going to applaud those people who are listening. I'm going to make a bold statement. There are 368,000, we'll call 370,000 people around the world listening. And we're all humans. Can you imagine that? We're all humans and all subject to the same pressures and releases. Again, whether it's alcohol, tobacco, food, they're all there to mask. That's another four letter word ending in K to mask the pain 
of avoiding the work. Am I correct? We know from reality that there's only about 2% of people who actually want to do something in life. 370,000 people all listening, all shaking hands and say, yes, I want to fulfill my best. 2% of people are going to do something about it because Mm -hmm. that's the definition of a winner. A winner is somebody who takes action. So we're going to be speaking, wonderful Colleen, you and I, to the 2%. Now that 2% could be anybody. That's, um, let me see, that's uh, 370,000 people, 2%. That's almost 7,000 people whose lives will be changed for the better in the next 42 minutes. So lay it on us, baby. Let's talk about stuff that can happen when you're 52 pounds more than you want to be, and yet your mind still says, Oreo. What do you do? What? How do you snap out of it? What's the snap method that allows you to snap out of it? And go. By the way, I just want to share with you. I think you're going to love this. The acronym for joy stands for. You ready? Mm-hmm. Journey of you. That's what joy stands for. Journey of you. Uh, excuse me. Is that not a keeper? I mean, the, the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's so important because that's what this is all about. Joy is not just running through the streets naked, sowing, wow, we, life is great, or not naked. But joy is journey of you. You're the only one who can make that journey of you real. So, okay, reel us in, bring us home, snap us out of it. What do we do? <laughs> so the, the first thing is, you know, you have to be willing to acknowledge. And and honestly, I think this is one of the most empowering um, moments for me is when I realized, oh my gosh, I did this to myself. Like nobody did this to me. Nobody took the cupcake and shoved it in my mouth. I actually did that myself over and over and over again. So if I did this to myself, that means I can undo it. Awesome. Okay. So I have all the tools. Now I can do something with that, right? So that was, a ma- it, it sounds so simple, but it was a massive moment for me. Um, and I try to tell clients that all the time. Listen, I, I hate, you know, I, I'm a very em- empathetic person, um, but I also give tough love when it's needed. But I try to remind them, you did this, not your husband or your sister or your neighbor or whoever you're mad at, you. And so if you did this, you can undo it. So the first thing that I tell people to do is let's get one thing under wraps first. Let's get the food under wraps. Don't worry about the gym just yet. We'll get there. So we get their food under wraps and I, I share with them macros. So the carbs, fats, and proteins that they should be taking in every day. These are the goals that you need to hit. Once they feel comfortable and they start to feel a little bit better. It's a few weeks in, you know, they've, they've kind of gotten into a little bit of a routine. Then we can add the workouts in. Working out is more for your mental health than your physical health. So it can kind of wait. Yeah. You agree? I'm, you're so good. Everybody, Colleen is so good. She's so smart. She's so beautiful. She's so capable. By the way, 
everything you want to know about Colleen and all the processes that we're talking about, just lean in. Don't write things down. You don't have to remember everything because just go to my website, www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. Everything about Colleen is going to be there. Barryshore.com. Just let this flow through you, around you. Just experience it so you can go back and share it with five people and listen to it again. You don't have to write things down. Remember everything. Just be here now. Okay, so you did it to okay. yourself, recognizing yeah. and admitting the A word, admit that you did it, which means the genius of that is, well, I did it. That means I can undid it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Love so once that. you've got your food under, you know, not control, because it's still a few weeks in, but you feel a little bit more, um, I don't know, comfortable, then you can start to get your workouts in. Like, let's just change one thing at a time. We work on sleep. We work on water intake. We work on alcohol and the effects of alcohol. You can still drink if you want to, um, but know how that affects your body. And so we use the data um, from their uh, the way that they track um, to inform decisions. Why do I feel so lousy today? Well, let's look at what you ate yesterday or the day before. Oh, yeah, it was this. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, right? So I, I am constantly educating them about food and how it affects them personally, because what I eat versus what you eat, you know, it, it, may, it may affect us completely differently. Um, and then it's a matter of, and this is several weeks in, I start to, you know, bring up the emotional pieces. Usually it comes from the client where they'll say, I had a really huge fight with my husband and, um, you know, I ate an entire birthday cake and it's like, oh, that's a good time to bring it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, and so, I'll, you know, I'll start to kind of peel back the layer of the onions and just get them to, to track um, the incident. So using the snap method, that's what I developed. Um, S stands for stop. 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 Yeah. Good four letter word. Stop. Don't talk, text, type, none of it. Don't continue the conversation like I'm such an idiot or I'm so mad at him or I'm so mad at my neighbor, whatever it is. Don't continue the dialogue. Just stop and own it for what it is at that moment. N stands for notice. So what's going on physically with you? Um, what's going on physically with you as this trigger is is coming, right? Are you, did you break out into a sweat? Is your heart racing? Is, um, you know, do you feel tightness in your chest? What What's physically going on with you? Um, what's going on around you? Is it overcast? Maybe, maybe the weather affects you, right? Like, let's just notice everything that's going on, uh, the way it was to, delivered to you, maybe the time of day, what was going on, you know, was it during work and you had a really difficult work day? Like, I want to know everything. Um, and so they record all of that. A stands for accept. So accept the trigger as it comes. Don't try to change it. Don't judge it. Just let it come. And through journaling, just write it all down. So, you know, got in a fight with my husband. I can't believe he said that to me. And then don't say, well, you know, I didn't get a good night's sleep last night. Don't justify it. I don't care. I want it raw as it happened because that's the story that's playing back in your head. And that's what you truly believe. So let's look at it. Um, and so accept is, is all about just taking it in.
for what it is without analysis. And then P is practicing gratitude. And so that's a really important point. You need to be thankful for the trigger because it's your body's way of saying you have more work to do. So that is an unresolved area that your, your brain is disagreeing with saying that's a lie you're believing. That story isn't true. And we have to, you know, now analyze it to find the truth. And I can't tell you how many stories I have put to rest using this method, my own personal stories. Um, and it has brought me to that, that higher level of thinking to a level of joy I never thought was possible. Um, and, you know, freedom from food and freedom from my own mind, because the mind is so powerful um, and it is designed to protect you, but it can go too far. And so you've got to take back some of that control. This is so wonderful. It's the power of what I term the six most important words that you could ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life. And they are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation will allow you to see what the trajectory of your life is and where you are going. That's your snap method, which I love. Stop. Oh, wait a minute. Stop. Don't get another core. Oh, I already ate three. It's okay. You ate three, but don't eat the fourth. Stop what mm -hmm. you're doing and then notice what you're doing. I ate three Oreos. Okay. So you ate three Oreos. Now smile. And then to accept where you are, say, all right, I have a bag in my hand. I got 28 more Oreos. And guess what I'm going to do? Close it up and put it back. <laughs> Practice the gratitude and say, look what I just did. I ate three yeah. and I put them back. You, Colleen, you are so wonderful. What a breakthrough for human beings around the planet. Okay, well, we have people that love us. They, they, they're our sponsors. We urge you to uh, patronize them because they have great products or else they wouldn't be advertising. So we're going to come right back after this brief message because everybody loves Colleen. So we'll be right back after this. Don't go away. There's more Colleen, snap, and joy on the other side of this brief message. Imagine the kind of place you would want to shop for your favorite fur baby pet honestpets.co well you found it honestpets.co not .com .co this is your go-to spot for the best the cleanest pet treats that exist anywhere on the planet. All of the brands go through a rigorous review to make sure they meet the high standards of cleanliness, health benefits, and naturalness. This site was started by a husband and wife team, and it's veteran-owned, and that care about pets, especially dogs and cats, and coming soon, bird treats. These are very nice young people who really care about making a difference because a portion of proceeds go to support veteran organizations with a focus on service dogs. This is the place where you want to go. You want to tell your friends this has the finest, yummiest, freshest, all-natural treats and stuff for your fur baby. So go there, honestpets.co, honestpets.co. Do it now opportunity what an opportunity i'm going to use two four-letter words right now free gift free gift yes 
you can have a copy of my best-selling book, The Joy of Living, How to Slay Stress and Be Happy, the ebook version for absolutely free. All you have to do is send an email to me, Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at barryshore.com, and in the heading, the subject line, just write, free gift. <laughs> it's as easy as that. This is a life changing life enhancing opportunity barry at barryshore.com you'll be glad you did thank you thank you thank you free gift do it now take the action make it happen right now best wishes bye good day beautiful bountiful beloved immortal beings and good looking people maybe you're good looking she's always looking for and finding the good we found good in abundance our cup runneth over with Good. Her name is Colleen Joyce Greco, and she's sharing with us her own personal journey of blowing up like a balloon and saying, hello, why did you do that, Colleen? And instead of beating herself up and eating more, she said, stop, snap back into it and live life to the full and be not only good for herself, but for her family and other beings. So let's just go now and understand something about, uh, I, I love what you said here. I want to ask you to go a little deeper because I'm a major advocate of uh, physical therapy. It helps me. I swim. I went from being a quadriplegic to now just uh, paralyzed from the waist down, but I swim two miles a day, six days a week and have more than 9,000 miles under my belt. And it changes everything in my life because people can't believe. And the only reason I swim, I swim for everybody else. I swim for people who say, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Okay, you can. You can do anything you want. That's what you just said. Wonderful, Colleen, pumping out there. But she's right. It's the physical exercise affects the mind. So let's jump right in and see what is it about food? Food, really one of the most powerful medicines on the planet. What is it about food that goes and affects the mental well-being, your mental health. I, I don't know why we use food as our personal torture device, as I like to say. Um, our emotional support animal. Our, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I always tell clients, food has one job. Food's job is to keep you alive. Let's just test that theory. Why don't you stop eating altogether and then you'll die and then I'll prove my point, right? <laughs> that is, that's the only thing it's there for. So you're putting unrealistic expectations on something that was never meant for that reason. Um, I think it starts off in our youth, honestly. If I look back even to, I, ha I have two children that are now um, teenagers, but if I look back to when they were little kids, they got rewarded right? They, they would pee on the potty and they would get, you know, some little reward. Or if they were good in the store, maybe they could get something at checkout. And we're just, we're just, we think we're trying to be nice. And so we show that food is a reward. Um, I, I don't know where the connection comes to food um, helping to self-soothe other than sugar is just a natural, um, go to. I think, you know, most people, myself included, run to sugar um, when we have a tough time. And it is highly addictive. It does provide you that, that, you know, momentary five to 10 minute, um, like soothing feeling. 
Uh, but the interesting thing is that is gone. You metabolize that in, I think it's about 20 minutes. And so you want it again. So like you, you kind of, you kind of quieted it for 20 minutes max, but it's back. So you haven't dealt with the issue and now you have another problem. You want more of the thing that you just had, right? It's just this, like this, uh, this hamster wheel that we get stuck on. Um, and so breaking that is really important. And that's part of, you know, you were talking about the snap method and the, the S standing for stop. That's part of it. Just break the, the connection instead of me getting really mad right now and running to the pantry. Maybe I just sit still for 10 minutes and force myself not to go. And I break it. I calm myself down. I break that connection and I move forward. So I think a lot of it comes from the programming we had as children. So this is so empowering. I'm going to share something with you. Everybody in the world knows what the octagonal red stop sign looks like, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it's a, it's there as a friendly reminder. First of all, stop. So you can begin to program yourself, but I, we live with acronyms because remember that's one of the three great ways of working with fundamentals of life and, and living a better life. So STOP is a great acronym that stands for Successful Transformation Opens Power. See, one of the things that wonderful Colleen is sharing with us, and I am urging everybody to understand this, is that you didn't tune into this specifically to listen to Barry or Colleen. This show is not about either one of us. It's about you. Y-O-U, right? You becoming the best you. And it's not just about information because information is readily available on the internet. We have information overload. And it's not even about inspiration because much like the sugar rush, inspiration lasts for X and then it goes away. Now what do you do? It's everybody really wants the T word. T word is transformation. You want to transform where you are to something else. And again, we're talking about small shift, remember that F, a small shift in your life. And that begins with the word stop. Successful transformation opens power. Wonderful Colleen is giving us power because when you can tell yourself to stop, maybe the first couple of times you have to scream, maybe even take a two by four and hit yourself. But after a couple of times you realize, well, that was not the best way to do it. I can do stop gently by just look think imagining that octagonal red sign and then gently saying stop you know why because you're too good to do this you hear that you're too good you're too beautiful and when you begin to believe that now you can shift and move into where colleen wants you to be which is to use food for your benefit so that you can now move into the next day let's talk about physical activity. Okay, somebody is now able to stop, able to shift. What happens next? So once they're able to redirect their response to triggers, I want to make one thing super clear. The triggers are still going to show up. They still will, right? Yeah. I still get, Whoa. you know, the 10-year-old the in my head saying, you're fat which I know I'm not I, like data wise. Let's just take a look at the data, my weight, my height. I'm not, but I still get it. And I look at it and I'm like, who are you talking to? Right? Like, 
know, it's it's just like if you were having a debate with somebody. It doesn't mean just because they say something, it's automatically correct. So you have the power to say, you know, bleep, please, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I want to be clear that the triggers will always happen, but you'll be able to see them coming now. And I do all the time. They come and I'm like, I see you coming and I'm going to ask you to turn around and go the other way. I'm not interested, right? And sometimes they creep up. I had a situation last week where it creeped up and it sort of caught me by surprise. And I got upset for a second and then I made a phone call and I was like, I feel like I'm triggered right now. I just need a second to talk about it. And I did. I called my husband and the annoying thing I will say is he turned my words on me and put my, my own coaching, used it against me. <laughs> so That's he's because well he loves you. <laughs> he's well trained, but it was great. And in five minutes, I felt better. I went home and I had a great night. Years ago, I would have sat in that misery for months. And so I always tell people, as you improve, what would have kept you down for months gets reduced to weeks, gets reduced to days, gets reduced to hours, minutes, seconds. And sometimes you, you know, that trigger comes and you're like, meh, whatever, right? Um, and so that's really important. And I always say like the success is in the rebound. How quickly do you rebound from the fall? Um, and, and I love like what you're saying. You, you, you move from like a victim mindset to a powerful mindset. You said, yeah, this thing happened to me and it wasn't part of my plan, but it's here and I'm going to use it as part of my platform to do great things. And I am still able, I'm still breathing, I'm going to move forward. I think that's awesome. And I want to make sure I, I applaud you for that. From Victor, from victim to Victor. By the way, I yes. do want to do a big shout out to your husband. You told me his name is Stephen. Mm -hmm. Because let's be blunt, uh, 52 pounds over a desired weight is not going to make for an attractive marriage. Uh, and, that guy also lost 70. As I was losing 52, he lost 70. So double oh, so shout he, he was large also. Mm -hmm. Well, to have two big fatties around didn't help anybody. <laughs> and, and by the way, this is even more interesting. I mean, I said it, you know, only because I love you. Uh, the reality of two people working on each other individually and in tandem is truly wondrous. I mean, so huge applause. And for everybody out there, by the way, again, we're talking to the 2% of people who are going to take action and really make a difference in their lives. Yes, if you're in a situation where you're the only one suffering, let's say you're in a marriage or a relationship situation, and you think you're the one suffering, well, guess what? So is the other person. But Generally speaking, it's excuses that keep the other person from recognizing it. And once you make the first move, the other person can now breathe deeply and say, oh, okay, I think, I think I can actually maybe admit to myself and now move forward also. And that is fabulous because it's not just now the two people, you're really exponentially touching many other lives. Because when people yeah. recognize that people are actually growing with what they're doing, you touch the whole world. 
You touch the world. It is so wondrous. I would like to discuss with you, please. You mentioned about triggers and then healing and such. Let's talk about redefining your relationship with food. Because you Mm -hmm. said, right, food is only there to keep you alive. But now let's have a relationship with food that maybe not just keeps you alive, but enhances your life by the yeah. way you understand it with your cooking, with your selections, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So when I coach people, I say, I, number one, I need to know what your non-negotiable is. So, you know, I'll use uh, coffee, you know, cause like don't touch my coffee in new England. Anyway, that's a coffee is a big <laughs> thing. Not my thing, but it's a big thing. Um, so you can still have your coffee, but let's make your coffee work for you. So instead of using creamer, Put a protein shake in there, same flavor, but now it's doing something like it's protein burns fat, right? So that is, that is a better use of like the same vehicle. So we, we, I do a lot of, um, uh, just swapping things to make the food do more for you, but so that you don't feel like you're missing out. The thing with food that people don't understand is that that's how this whole thing runs is on the right foods. So the the foods you put in affect your digestion, your hormone. I don't know why I can never say hormone. Hormone creation. It sounds like a dirty word, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, look at those hormones over there. (laughs) The creation and absorption of hormones all of the things, you know, the lining of your, your small intestine, that sheds every seven days. So you can very quickly change the way that you feel just by feeding, um, you know, you're giving yourself the right fuel or the right gasoline, right? You wouldn't put mud into a car and expect it to perform at, you know, at high levels. It just wouldn't work. Wait, wait, wait. Body- what, a, what a beautiful visual, right? Everybody think, everybody knows intellectually that this being thing called the body is a vehicle. And yet nobody is going to invest money in a vehicle. I don't care if it's if you put in, t- you have a $20,000 car or a $250,000 car and say, I think I'm going to put mud in my gas tank. Gee, that's a smart thing to do. Nobody in their right mind would do that. And yet what you're telling us, Colleen, is that that's what we tend to do if we're not using our minds, if we're not thinking. So you're helping us to to shift and keep that F there because otherwise the other stuff happens and you are ending up with S-H-I-T. And we don't want that. You want to get you want to eliminate that from your body. Yeah. And by 2025, we are expected the number of Americans Um, And this is an American study. So my apologies to those overseas, but I only have the American number handy. Um, But I'm sure it's, you know, just as alarming. Either overweight or obese is 64%. That is up 10% from 25 years ago. And it's double what it was the preceding 25 years. And it's the quality of the foods we're eating the speed and the convenience. Like we are living in this world of instant gratification where if I don't order something, you know, if I order something from Amazon and I don't get it like five minutes from now, I'm frustrated, right? Like DoorDash, all these things, you know, they're they're great tools, but we use them to the extremes and food is so incredibly available 
um, fast food in particular, the people go for that um, more and more. We are overscheduled, overprioritized. We don't plan out our food. So we go through, you know, the, the quickest fast food line um, and we are ingesting all of this sludge. And as a result, we're operating that way and we feel lousy and we don't want to work out and we are depressed. Um, you know, the Surgeon General just announced, uh, I think it was Tuesday of this week, that loneliness is now the latest epidemic. You don't think a lot of that, you know, is connected to food intake? Of course it is. It's huge. So and look at how, all, yeah. this is all, it's all powerful what you're saying. Let's go back to that. 64% of uh, Americans will be either obese or overweight. Let's call yep. that two thirds of the country. Yep. Um, that means that America can't function because you can't function if you have only one third of the population fully functional. The other two thirds are not. That's number one. Number two, I want to go to your point about loneliness because I think it is the biggest driver of people eating incorrectly. There is a, I just saw the chart yesterday, as a matter of fact, that loneliness is the equivalent of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Yep. Now, very few people, at least in the United States of America today, smoke regularly. There's still a population, of course, that does smoke. But nobody who is a non-smoker would say, well, I am I smoke 15 cigarettes a day. If you tell them they do the same, what are you talking about? I haven't had a cigarette in 22 years. Well, that's what loneliness is about. You feel lonely? Well, yeah, okay. And that leads to a not so much depression, I'll call it distraction, but I think is mm -hmm. more harmful to Americans or to people living in our fast society is distraction rather than depression. And distraction says, well, I don't want to be distracted. Therefore, I'm munching on this. Now, I will call to task certain things right now. You ready? Uh, ready. Protein bars. Protein bars are one of the some of the worst food you could ever eat because if you look at the sugar content, it doesn't help you at all. So I think you'd agree with me, wonderful Colleen, that part of the fun, F-U, capital N, capital N, remember? Fun, part of the fun of learning to deal with self, no excuses, and, and a re healthy relationship with food is to get that shift and begin to learn how to read labels and understand that there is good food in the world. And when you are in charge of good food, leafy vegetables and fruits and things like that, well, guess what happens? That fun translates into you, and now you smile when you go food shopping or food intaking. And the mm -hmm. idea of eating an Oreo would say, yeah, maybe I'll have an Oreo once or twice a year. An Oreo, just because, just for old time's sake. But you wouldn't do it otherwise, because that's sludge. Who yep. wants sludge? I love it. So yeah. tell us. Well, and then the other thing, you know, you might, you might also say, well, I eat relatively healthy. Okay. But maybe you eat, I don't know, I'll say something dramatic, six apples a day. And you think, <laughs> like, I don't understand why I can't lose weight. Okay. But you don't realize that apples have X number of carbs in them. And if you eat six of them, you have way exceeded the number of carbs you should eat in a day. So it's, it's not... 
it's not all the bad food. There is, you know, I, I have had clients that are like addicted to certain types of vegetables and they're just high carb vegetables. So let's just bring that down to a normal level. Right. And then, wow, look at that. The weight pops right off. So it's, it's more the education of the quality of food and the types of food um, and, and what your body needs in order to be successful. And again, let's have fun with this. You know, yes. tell your clients, I'm going to teach you to F you, everybody, capital N, capital N. Yeah, have them get laughing. And once you learn the the rudimentary aspects of food and the good ones and the ones that you want to work with, you know, learn to love avocados. It just that's a good thing to do. But then understand what is, what's the best for your body. So, again, joy stands for journey of you. When you begin to love yourself, you really will end up flying in life. You know, everybody looks at Superman. Remember, he's flying. Well, not possible. Why do you need a cape if you know how to fly? Okay, and he wears tights, but he's flying. But we, we, allow, we allow that because fly stands for first love yourself. If you can't do that, then you can't live in joy. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah. I always say, for, sorry, self-love is the foundation of a transformation. And so if, if joy is where you want to go, you've got to start with self-love. And I don't care if the only thing you can say good about yourself is that you like your eyebrows in the beginning, you will eventually start to find more <laughs> physical things about yourself that you love and less things that you hate. It just happens. It, you know, it's what just an amazing, what, what a great, fundamental place to be as we come to our closing minutes in this particular hour has gone by very too too much too fast but again let's go to www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshaw.com everything about wonderful colleen is there uh colleen we have three questions for you you ready i'm ready a first question will you come back again absolutely if you'll have me oh. I'm, I'm like name the time and day Okay, thank you. Number two, this is a tough one, kid. You only have 80 seconds to answer this question. What is your most fervent desire? My most fervent desire. Oh, my goodness. Um, honestly, I want every single human that I can possibly touch to feel the level of joy I feel every day. That was beautiful. She wants you to feel joy daily. Remember, joy, journey of you. Okay, number three, can I give you a hug in front of 368,219 people around the world? I'm a huge hugger. Bring it in. Okay, but let, let me tell you what hug stands for. Ready? You're going to write this down also. Hug stands okay. for heartfelt, heartfelt, unlimited giving. Heartfelt, unlimited giving. You ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. That was a long one. Boy. <laughs> and of course, you tuned into the joy of living. The home host, Barry Shore, an amazing guest, wonderful Colleen Joy Greco. And this show is all about you. Why owe you? You becoming the best you possible because when you do that, you build more bridges, you create more harmony, and you create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And you know, on this show, as we talked about, you, this is the show about the three fundamentals of life. And these three fundamentals will enable you to be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? The first fundamental is 
live life with purpose. When you live a purpose-driven life, number two happens. You go mad. Mad stands for make a difference in the world. And number three, unlike the, unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms, such as WWW, what a wonderful world. Smile, see miracles in life every day. Or as my eight-year-old niece says, see miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, as Colleen has shown us. And create stands for causing rethinking, enable all to excel. That's it. It's all about rethinking. You can do this. Admitting, getting rid of the excuses. Stop what you're doing. Notice. And then what happens is you become aware and you accept. And now you can practice gratitude. That's the SNAP method. And when you do this, guess what's going to happen? You use the six most important words and ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in life, and it will help shift your perspective. Remember to keep the F in shift. Those six words are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. We urge you use four-letter words. Remember, four-letter words we use are positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Four-letter words we use are love, life, hope, free, uh, swim, pray, play. And the F, four-letter F-U word, fun, Teach the world to F you, capital N, capital N. So as a blessing from wonderful Colleen and Barry, we urge you to go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Wonderful Colleen, don't go away. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living Podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends too. See you on the next episode.